0: to Story Station, Episode 5. In this episode, you can listen to three African stories. The first story is titled, The Clever Jackal. Cleverness, not brutal force, saves the life of a jackal from a lion. Curious how? Listen to the story. The second story is titled, The Man Who Never Lies. I'm sure you heard, everyone lies. Not true. It takes a lot of courage and character to tell the truth. Listen to this wonderful story of a wise man who never lies. The third story is titled, Why the Bat Flies by Night. Did you ever wonder why a bat only flies at night when most animals are awake during the day? Listen to this story to find out. Hope you enjoy it. Today, I will read an African story called The Clever Jackal. How, 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 my children! Gogo be- began one evening. You know, cleverness is a very important thing to own. Why, cleverness has helped Nogwaja out of the cooking pot more than once. The jackal is also a clever animal, isn't he? Gogo asked little Sipo, who was quite quite proud that his nickname was Mpungushe, or jackal. Gogo, in fact, had given him that name because of the loud howl he had made as a baby. Sipo liked to think it was because he was quick and agile as a jackal. Gogo laughed and looked at the child at her feet. Yes, my boy, you are right. A jackal is a very clever animal, sometimes too clever for his own good. I remember how he helped Jabu the herd boy by tricking Poo and t- back into the snare. Tell us another tale about a jackal, Gogo, begged Sipo. Yes, Gogo, her other grandchildren chorus. Please tell us. All right, my children, but listen and learn. Gogo settled her round self down more comfortably upon the tree stump. Kwasuka sukela. One day long ago, jackal was trotting through a narrow rocky pass. As he often did, he kept his nose to the ground as he ambled along to catch the odd scent. Never know when I'll happen upon my next meal, he thought to himself, although it was highly unlikely that he would find a rat out in the midday heat. But perhaps he could catch a lizard or two. Suddenly, he was aware of a movement ahead of him in the pass. Oh no, Jackal moaned, and stopped dead still in his tracks. Lion was coming toward him, realizing that he was too near to escape. Jackal was filled with fear. He had played so many tricks on the great Pubeishi in the past. He was sure that Lion would take his opportunity to get his revenge. In a flash, Jackal thought of a plan. Help! Help! cried Jackal. He cowered down on the cliff path, looking above at the rocks. Lion stopped short in surprise. Help! Jackal howled, using the fear he felt in the middle of his chest to accentuate his cry. Jackal glanced up at Bubeishi. Oh, great Nkoshi, help! There is no time to lose. See those great rocks above us? They are about to fall. We shall both be crushed to death. Oh, mighty lion, do something! Save us! And Jackal cowered even lower, his paws covering his head. Lion looked up, most alarmed. Before he had even had a chance to think, Jackal was begging him to use his strength to hold up the overhanging rock. So, Lion put his brawny shoulder onto the rock and heaved. Oh, thank you, Great King, yelped Jackal. I will quickly fetch that log over there to prop under the rock, and we will both be saved. And with that, Jackal bounded out of sight. Lion was left all alone to struggle under the weight of the unmoving rock. How long he remained there before he realized that it was another trick, we will never know. But this much we do know Jockel continued to live by his wits. The end. I hope you like this story. The next story begins in a moment. Today I will read an African folk tale called The Man Who Never Lied. Once upon a time there lived a wise man by the name of Mahmud. He never lied. All the people in the land, even the ones who lived twenty days away, knew about him. The king heard about Mahmud and ordered his subjects to bring him to the palace. He looked at the wise man and asked, Mahmud, is it true? That you have never lied? It's true. And w- you will never lie in your life? I'm sure in that. Okay, tell the truth, but be careful. The lie is cunning and it gets on your tongue easily. Several days passed and the king called Mahmud once again. There is a big crowd. The king was about to go hunting. The king held his horse by its mane. Its left foot was already on the stirrup. He ordered Mahmud, go to my summer palace and tell the queen I will be with her for lunch. Tell her to prepare a big feast. You will have lunch with me then. Mahmud bowed down and went to the queen. Then the king laughed and said, we won't go hunting and now Mahmud will lie to the king. Tomorrow we will laugh on his behalf. But the wise Mahmud went to the palace and said, Maybe you should prepare a big feast for lunch tomorrow, and maybe you shouldn't. Maybe the king will come by noon, and maybe he won't. Tell me, will he come or won't he? asked the queen. I don't know whether he puts his right foot on the stirrup, or he puts his left foot on the ground after I left. Everybody waited for the king. He came the next day and said to the queen, The wise Muhammad, who never lies, lied to you yesterday. But the queen told him about the words of Mohammed, and the king realized that the wise man never lies, and says only that which he saw with his own eyes. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. The next story begins in a moment. This story is called Why the Bat Flies by Night. A bush rat called Oyo was a great friend of Emyong. The bat. They always fed together, but the bat was jealous of the bush rat. When the bat cooked the food, it was always very good, and the bush rat said, How is it that when you make the soup, it's so tasty? The bat replied, I always boil myself in the water, and my flesh is so sweet that the soup is good. He then told the bush rat that he would show him how it was done. So he got a pot of warm water, which he told the bush rat was boiling water and jumped into it, and very shortly afterwards came out again. When the soup was brought, it was as strong and good as usual, as the bat had prepared it beforehand. The bush rat then went home and told his wife that he was going to make a good soup, just like the bat's. He therefore told her to boil some water, which she did. Then, when his wife was not looking, he jumped into the pot and was very soon dead. When his wife looked into the pot and saw the dead body of her husband boiling, she was very angry and reported the matter to the king, who gave orders that the bat should be made a prisoner. Everyone turned out to catch the bat, but as he expected trouble, he flew away to the bush and hid himself. All day long, the people tried to catch him, so he had to change his habits and only came out to feed when it was dark. And that is why you never see a bat in the daytime. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. Thank you for listening to Story Station. We are adding stories as frequently as possible, so check back often. We would love to hear your feedback and any questions you may have. Thank you.